0: Hello my friends, how you doing? It's your buddy Phil here. I hope you're doing well. Welcome to our 40 Days to PMP Exam Success. It's always a pleasure to be speaking to you my friends and I hope you are making progress in your quest to get PMP certified. Today we're gonna talk about day 11 content and that's engage and support virtual teams. So two things here, you gotta engage the virtual team and you've got to support the virtual team. Just two things. Now in order to do this, there's a number of things you should have in mind though. You should first of all examine the virtual team member needs. And this could be a simple question like, what does my team need to work virtually? What does my team need to be able to do their jobs from different locations around the world? What kind of technology should I be thinking about? Things like that. Now, when I say my team and things like that, I'm talking more predictively. but also remember that in the world of Agile, the team has its needs that it knows, and based on what the team knows about its needs, it could choose a variety of options as far as how to leverage tools, see, to be able to work together effectively and things such as that. So as a project manager in a traditional environment, the way you think about this could be more from a centralized posture, but from an agile position, you need to be a servant leader and trying to glean an understanding of what the team Feels it needs for itself especially in more advanced teams because you know you've got different levels of teams you have got some teams that are really advanced and then you've got some that are more in the baby stage maybe just going through forming they don't really know much about each other and they may not be the most proficient when it comes to agile so maybe you are a servant leader coaching, mentoring, and guiding a team such as that. The way you approach things may be different. So just get used to situational kind of questions like that on the exam. The next one after you've examined virtual team member needs is to investigate alternatives. Now bear in mind, again, your posture in a predictive setting is gonna be very different from your posture in an agile, mature team setting so one of the things you could do is investigate alternatives you're not saying prescribe an alternative but you could investigate okay what alternatives are there for our team to effectively work together virtually so this could be communication tools you could also explore options such as co-location as far as to be co-located on a particular platform everyone together on zoom for example So even though you're virtual, you are mentally and psychologically co-located. You're on the same page, you're on the same wavelength, on the same frequency. So you've got to investigate alternatives. And this is really more for the team to do in the world of Agile. For virtual team member engagement. You know, tools, and I'm not prescribing any tools now, but tools such as Miro, uh, Confluence, Jira, Rally and the like, and the like, you know, things that enable the team to work virtually. We are not all in front of a storyboard, a physical Kanban board. That would have been nice, but we don't have that ability right now. So let's look for what we can do to work together virtually. After you've investigated alternatives, you implement those options for virtual team member engagement One of the things that you've probably noticed from all this narrative is there's always some sort of analysis, investigation, and based on the investigation, you determine a particular course of action. You decide what you're going to do. So based on what you have investigated, you decide to implement those options for virtual team member engagement in a more agile world. It is what the team decides, okay? Now, Scrum Masters are known to be very resourceful when it comes to teams working together and tools of choice. So in a lot of situations, it might just be a question to the Scrum Master, what do you think? What do you think we should use based on your experience? What should we as an Agile team use? And it's up to the Scrum Master in some instances to decide, all right? So keep that in mind. The next one is continually evaluate the effectiveness of virtual team member engagement. So what you need to do is to constantly assess how effective these tools are for your team. It's that simple. All right, so at a high level, what you probably notice in many of these tasks is that our goal is to get to what works for the team what works best for the team. It's not a question of what works best for the PM, but it really boils down to, okay, as a team, what should we do? What is the best course of action? And that's it. All right, so today we got to a milestone, day 11. I want you to look for the questions. Please always look for the questions somewhere in the video or somewhere in the text, like the, the comments or the description. They're always questions. So if you watch the video and you don't do the questions, you're cutting yourself short. Make sure you do those questions about virtual teams. Now, going to the Pembok guide, simple question. Which process do we find the tool and technique? Virtual teams, do you remember? Give you a clue. It's in chapter nine. In chapter nine, we're going to find a couple of places where we are acquiring resources. That's one. And two, where we are developing the team. See that? So, acquiring resources, we use the virtual team technique as a way of acquiring team members. Who are not necessarily co-located. And when we talk about develop team to build virtual teams, there are ways and methods and approaches that we can do there right? Welcome to part two, where we take a look at questions. Let's jump straight into questions about virtual teams. This is the open ended question set. And there are the open ended questions. There are 11 of them. Go through them. If there is a particular one that you have issues with, I need you to put a comment below. Okay. We've made these sessions shorter, so I'm not going through all of the answers. But if there's anyone that you don't feel confident about, I want to know about it. Okay. Let's jump into some practice multiple choice questions. Very simple for today. Groups of people with a shared goal who fulfill their roles with little or no time spent meeting face to face. Which of the following does this describe? Is it virtual teams, co-located teams, tight matrix, or weak matrix? All right, I will reveal the answer, so if you need more time, hit the pause button. All right, the answer to this is virtual teams. Co-located teams, of course, are not geographically dispersed, right? And the description of little or no time meeting face-to-face does not fit that. So it's not B co-located, it's not C. Tight matrix is the same as co-located. Weak matrix has to do with an organization type. Next question. You're working with a geographically dispersed team and five different countries. Which of the following solutions will work best? Virtual workspaces, in-person spaces, tight matrix environment, Loose Matrix Workspace. All right. So taking a look. If you need more time, hit the pause button. The best answer, it's still graphically dispersed. It's definitely got to be virtual workspaces. Loose Matrix Workspace is bogus and made up. Tight Matrix Environment means co-located in person. So it can't be that. Let's go to another question. You're working with a geographically dispersed team in 5 different countries. Which of the following solutions will work best? Is it fishbowl windows and remote pairing? Is it phone and email? Is it face-to-face communications or is it remote pairing? All right, so the answer to this one, my friends, is A, but not B. Phone and email is good, but it's not best. Face-to-face, they're geographically dispersed, so it cannot be face-to-face. And remote pairing is good, but A is the better option. So, A that says fishbowl windows and remote pairing is the answer. These were very simple questions today. Do remember that on your actual exam, the questions are going to be longer, more situational and more fierce. But the more you know about this, the better it will be. Go to the PMP Exam Immersion book if you need more help in this area. Remember, this is a pretty deep topic. And what we've covered here is pretty much to get you started. But if you really wanted to go to that next level, I would highly recommend the PMP Exam Immersion book. And if you want to sign up for a boot camp that happens on many Sundays of the year, go on down to hpmexam.com. H for hybrid, P for project, M for management. hpmexam.com. Thank you very much for joining. Don't forget, hit like, subscribe, share with your friends, and I'll see you on the next episode. Bye for now. I'm not the only